tonight. On the Midnight Train podcast, we discuss the mad monk himself, Rasputin. Was he impossible to kill? Perhaps he was the devil in flesh? What is the story and why is this guy unbelievable? So sit back, grab your leftover Halloween candy, pour a shot of voodoo vodka and turn up the volume. All aboard. Welcome to the Midnight Train. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. All aboard. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, you sexy-ass dark passengers. If you're new here, welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. To all of our regular listeners, welcome back. From paranormal and pseudoscientific to the outright goofy, we are here to go wherever the Midnight Master commands us. We are recording this episode from the Midnight Train Station here in Olmstead Township, Ohio, and it's getting cold as hell. I am your host and the conductor of the cryptic Jonathan Sayer, and with me, as always, is my homie, the engineer of the underworld, my co-host, Jeff Butchko. How you doing, bruh? Name's Jeff. <laughs> I am Jeff. Jeff, it's cold. <laughs> it's getting cold, It is dude. freezing. It is getting cold. They said this, uh, it's getting down to 30-something this week. I mean, we shouldn't be shocked. We knew this was coming for a long time, and you know, this is how right. it goes every time of the year around here, but... It's always like a, kind of a slap in the face when you wake up and, you know, it's a little frosty. Oh, yeah. You know what? When I was younger, I used to think, man, you know, I hate winter. I'd rather it be summer. I'd rather be hot. Now I'm older and I'd much rather be cold because you can put clothes on. You can't take clothes. I mean, you can only take clothes off yeah. so far. You know what I mean? And then you're yeah. just sweltering in 95 degrees. Maybe it's working in a kitchen. But it's reversed now, too, because back when you were a kid and it got cold, you start like color. What was that? You start thinking of Christmas. We'll put it that way. I, words. <laughs> so you start thinking of Christmas it's gonna be as a, good a kid, one, right? And now it's like you don't think when it gets cold, you think about spending money. Right, 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 right. It's right. like Absolutely. the reverse effect. It's the adverse effect. And across from me, of course, is our switchman of the superstitious and the captain of the quick check, Mr. Riley Von Frankenfucker Sayer. How are you today, buddy? Good. Good. How was work? Awful. Good. Great. <laughs> now you're at job number two, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys don't pay me. Still a job. Jobby job. All right. Now, don't forget, before we leave the station, head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and sign up for the Midnight Bonus Train to access our bonus episodes, including but not limited to our drunken movie reviews, bonus rides, songs from Isaiah and the Midnight Riders, which he needs to have a new song pop up, dude. Like, have you talked to him lately? Yeah, something happened. I guess he didn't get the latest malware bites or something. And oh, he got a virus? Well, he got an email and it said, punch this monkey for $5,000, you know, the little oh, end. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, wow, well, punch that monkey. And he he clicked it. And oh. his whole Dell setup that he got from Best Buy, yeah. dead. Oh. So the Geek Squad has to come out and like 
dissect the whole thing. Well, I hope he gets it up and running. You can also check out Sky Pilots, which is, you know, Jeff and Mai's band, right? Uh, Jeff and I, mine's. Yes. That was a weird grammatical, 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 yep. English See, is, is and you thought I was bad. <laughs> yeah, right? was bad. It's cold. I don't know. As well as other awesome tidbits you won't get anywhere else. Also, it's free. So what do you have to lose? At our website, you can also listen to all of our regular episodes, buy some super sweet merchandise, watch our YouTube summary videos, get a date with Riley, and check out the character profiles of the entire train crew. Oh my God, a chupacabra! I thought we were done with that whole date with Riley thing. I thought no, this isn't for Halloween. This is just this is just in general. Yeah, it's yeah. In general. Well, I guess anybody has an opportunity. We want to leave that door open because yeah. you know it's, maybe somebody missed their chance. Right. You always gotta give a second chance. That was Evan though that did I that. I want my second chance. Evan deleted the Halloween thing. Oh. This is a whole new venture, buddy. And he saved you once. Right. Right. Everybody gets one. And I love how he called you bitch. Yeah. Well. <laughs> He's like, you owe me one, bitch. And listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, the best thing you can do is like and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone because word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes. Also, we're sending out a signed poster, sticker, and a magnet to a random passenger who has left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Today, the user's name is Drunk and or High. Nice. nice. Yes, that's nice. awesome. I love that. That's a clever play on words. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. And uh, yeah, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure I do. Um, please send us an email at the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com with your full name and address, and we'll send your goodies out to you. Lucky. <laughs> Remember, the more reviews we get, the more we move up in the rankings, and the better the chance that you get randomly selected to receive everything that drunk and or high is going to get. So get on it, guys. Seriously, like those reviews and those, uh, you know, does it five stars and whatever, it really, really does help us out. And I know a lot of people out there are like, I'm not real sure how to, you know, do that or whatever. Anywhere you can find it, I'm pretty sure Apple Podcasts is the only one that allows reviews. I was right? just going to mention that because I've had quite a few people ask me how they can leave a review on like SoundCloud and Spotify, and unfortunately, there's no interaction can. at all. Yeah. So if you're work for that company or your developer, get your shit together. Yeah. You're like, why can't you review it? You know what I mean? I mean, That's, Apple's doing it. Why aren't you? Right. Well, then again, it's Apple. So you know, Apple, the Apple. All right. So lastly, before we get into this now. I wanted to start doing something a little bit different. So if you're out there right now and you have headphones on and you can just crank this up, whether it's in your car or around people in your office, just for this next part, we would greatly appreciate it. Okay. So I'll give you a second. All right. Okay. Google play the midnight train podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey Siri, play the midnight train podcast on iHeartRadio. Alexa, Play the Midnight Train podcast on iHeartRadio. <laughs> Hopefully everyone in your office just got screwed and now is subscribing to our podcast. I triple dog dare you. All right. So we're going to get on this thing right now. So uh, to, as we normally do uh, right now, we're going to crack our top. But I think everyone's cracked right now, right? Yeah. No. Riley not? is not. Riley's not. All right. So let's uh, let's do this. And uh, yeah, three, two and uh, pop your drinks. Ah, so good. That's right. I don't know if you guys can see up there right now, but I got my Nightmare on Elm Street cup, and it's got coffee, Baileys, and a special little thing in there that makes me feel good. It's a potion. <laughs> it's a potion. 
All right, so let's get spooky. Jeffrey, where is this train going to Dizay? Well, today we are going to head to Madarash. I can't do the Yuri. I wish I could. Because <laughs> Madarash, I love- yeah, yeah, there you that's go. where we're going. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could do it. So we're, we're going to Russia. <laughs> we're, we're going to Russia. We are going to run a train on the legendary Rasputin. That's right, Rasputin, man. Now, how do you pronounce his name correctly? Because you hear in the song I just played, and then you've I've heard it other ways. Is it Rasp? Like Rasputin, or is it Rasputin? It's it's actually over in I got I or think Rasputin. the I think the Russian actual thing is Rasputin. Rasputin, okay. And but you know with you know English translation and stuff like that, I think it's Rasputin. So for for this podcast, it's Rasputin. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So we, we made it American. That's right. We anglicized it. That there's Rasputin. That's right. <laughs> I hear Putin. <laughs> Supersize that combo. That's right. So Grigory Yefimovich Rasputin. The Russian cleric and self-proclaimed holy man was a hard motherfucker to kill. I mean, he makes John McClane look like a bitch. He was poisoned, stabbed, uh, shot three times, and drowned. Some believe that all of that actually didn't kill him. It was the hypothermia from the fucking winter in Russia River that they dumped him into after trying to kill him. That's like 50 Cent back in the day. Yeah, dude. Like His story's pretty awesome, so I'm I'm really excited about this. So Rasputin was born on January 21st, 1869, in a little-ass village in Siberia called Riley. That's your word. Okay. uh, Pokrovskoye. That's pretty good. Say it again. Pokrovskoye. Okay, what's the next one? Tobolsk. All right, there you go. He and his family were peasants. Um... His father, Yefim, mother, Anna, they were both farmers and had seven other children, all of which died very young. But not Rasputin. Hard to motherfucking kill Rasputin. I'm telling you, even as a kid, they couldn't kill him. Due to his parents' place in life, he didn't get an education and was illiterate up until he was an adult. And, you know, who needs to read when you're fucking invincible anyway? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck, fuck books. Reading is pointless. Yeah, right? <laughs> Apparently, he used to drink, steal petty shit, and talk back to authorities as an adolescent. But, you know, who didn't? Okay, maybe Riley, but he's seriously like <laughs> the only one ever, you know? Later in life, he was said to have uh, stolen horses, blasphemed, ugh, and a few other anti-religious things that uh, make no sense to me in whatsoever. Although most of these seem to uh, not have much proof around them. So he said, fuck this shit, I'm out. When he was around 17 and moved to Abalak. 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 Abba? Abba. Abalak. Dancing Queen? Russia. Uh, where he hooked up and married Proskovia. I got that right, Riley? Proskovia, yeah. Proskovia Dubravina. Yeah, Yeah, look at that. I'm getting my Russian going here. I love it. it They had seven children, but only three. Dimitri. Seven. Dude, I'm telling you. Wow. Well, when it gets real cold, you got (laughs) to stay warm. When you're living in in Russia and all that shit. It's that Russian vodka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So they had three kids, Dimitri, Maria, and Varvara. Uh, and they all survived into adulthood. He and his wife were together until his his amazingly bad ass died in 1916. Right around 1897, Rasputin started diving deeper and deeper into religion and took off on a spiritual journey based on a vision of either the Virgin Mary or St. Simeon of Vukhrtor. Is that right? Is that good? The more phlegm, the better. Uh, Vukhrtor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's Simeon People out there right now are going, oh, God. Um, either way, this began his transition into the Terminator of Holy People. In 1897, he met an old wise man named Makari at a monastery who taught him more about religion as well as how to read and write. He later went on to say that he really wasn't a fan of the monastery because of all the monk sex. Literally. 
yep. <laughs> Apparently, you took an oath of silence uh, and and not of diddling your buddy's balloon knot because they were all just banging each other in this uh, monastery. Man, I was going to say, so far the story is kind of like Neo and Morpheus, and then all of a sudden it turned into this dark... Nope, monk sex. All it's, over the place. Yeah. it's a Neo and Morpheus fan fiction. Yeah, it's, it's, it's monk sex all over the place. So Rasputin came home to his wife, a completely different person. Maybe it was all the super quiet monk sex. That monk sex. I fucked that up. <laughs> he would head out on these holy pilgrimages. My God. He would head out on these holy pilgrimages. Thank you. Often. often. Sometimes not coming home for years at a time. These pilgrimages also gave old Rasputin Seagal his very own sect of followers who would follow him around praying, washing his feet, having a bunch of orgies, and watching him beat himself with a whip. Wow. Yes, those were absolutely what it was. Grigori was a freak. Mm. You hear that? That's Grigori's music in the back. Hey. Hey. He's like... Grab the whip! (laughs) You don't like it the way I do. It's okay. I will show you solo how it's done. It's okay. This is how I do it at home. So his reputation as a wise and albeit horny old holy man spread around uh, uh, Serbia with tales of his ability to help people with all kinds of spiritual afflictions. Serbia or Siberia? It's probably Siberia. Yeah, because I don't think Serbia was... Country. Yeah, because it, 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 eh, it might have been. I don't think it was though. Yeah, I was probably drunk when I wrote that, so probably Siberia. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> that's where he was at. Anyway. Yeah, right, it makes right. more sense. All right. So he had all kinds of spiritual afflictions. Rasputin impressed enough higher level clergy to have them recommend him to Bishop, Bishop Sergey or Sir is it Sergey? Sergey. Sergey. Uh, the rector, rectum, damn near killed him, <laughs> of the St. Petersburg Theological Seminary in St. Petersburg, Russia, and sent him off in 1904. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Riley's looking at me right now like, bye, Felicia. I think it's funny. Shut up. Soon after, another church leader, Archbishop Theophan, uh, loved Rassi so much that he had to move in with him, and they became besties. Hopefully, no balloon knot monk sex was involved. All the while, thank you. All the while, Rasputin is rubbing elbows with the elite of the elite, like Princesses uh, Melitza and Anastasia of Montenegro, who were connected to the Tsar and his family. The next thing you know, bing, bang, boom, he's in like Flynn because the Tsar and his wife believed that Rasputin was a great healer and could pray for the health of their son, uh, Alexei, who was a hemophiliac, meaning that he bled a lot from the smallest injuries. Weak. <laughs> you bitch. Where'd he go? Rasputin was back in Siberia when Alexei began to have severe pain and a super high fever. His mother sent a telegram to Rasputin asking him to pray for her son, and his reply was, "God has seen your tears." Why is he? In, why is he from? I don't like, know. Punjabi I, I, all of a sudden. It's, it's hard to segue into that. It is. It is God. Anyway, God has seen your tears and heard your prayers. Do not grieve. The little one will not die. Do not allow doctors to bother him too much. People then started to believe that, you know, he had special healing powers and rumors of his deeds spread all over the St. Petersburg area. Okay, so let's sum it up real quick. Let's let's do a, a quick summary here, right? So he's born and he's a little badass, right? And all the way up to, what, his teens, basically? He's still a badass. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he goes on like a gay monk retreat with orgies and whatnot. But he wasn't doing the gay monks. No monk sex. That's he what was, he said. He well, that's whi- what he read. Yeah. So he was whipping himself or whatever. Right. Whatever you want to call it. Well, with his 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 fanatical uh, following that he had with him. Okay. Yeah. And then follow up to here where he comes back and now he's seen as a healing type of... Because he dove into... you got to remember, too, that uh, when this was coming around, uh, the spiritualism movement was huge. Again, it comes back to that. I feel like we do so many of those. 
but the spiritualism movement kind of came in and he was um people started believing this stuff i don't know yeah. if this is so much of a, of a spiritualism i think this is just a, a super religious thing like um he, he wasn't necessarily super religious though and you'll, you'll see that as we but go through i'm this. saying though because not him himself but the country russia was super orthodox catholic at this time i think he's got that voodoo mama juju <laughs> speaking of voodoo this episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka. 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar, and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth, and Voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors, or head over to Voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. That's Voodoo, V-O-U-D-O-U-X dot com. V-O-U-D-O-U-X Vodka. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic. Now, let's get back to Rasputin here. All of that fame got Rasputin closer to the Tsar, and with that, he began to abuse that power. He would accept bribes for favors, accept sexual favors from his followers, and just put himself out there as someone not to be fucked with. Oh. Yeah. He was accused of rape, religious heresy, influencing the Tsar to do his political bidding, and even banging the Tsar's wife. Monk sex! Oh, man. Ooh. Oh. Can you guys just imagine it right now? He's got a great big old bushy beard. He's like, he looks kind of like Jesus. Yeah, he's like, do yeah. you, you like the way I move it? Hey. He, he's like, you want to see me whipping myself? Yeah, sexy oh, he's, a, lady. he's Italian now, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy lady, do you like the way I do this? Yeah, rub on my nips, okay? Pour a little candle wax down there, do you like Holy that? Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Riley's looking at me like, dude, that's actually my dad. Uh, during World War One. <laughs> Rasputin, who opposed the war publicly, began drinking excessively, banging anything with a heartbeat. Ah, yes, the downfall of all good legendary (laughs) characters. Um, Accepting even more bribes and getting his critics fired from their jobs. He was even threatened to be hanged by the commander-in-chief of the Russian army when Rasputin wanted to go to the front lines and bless the troops. Okay, so so he's kind of like a paladin almost. He, he was not liked by a like lot he's of like motherfuckers. A, war- a holy well, warrior. No, 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 no. I think the well, yeah. If you want to turn this into World of Warcraft, <laughs> sure. See, I don't know. You guys went full nerd on me. So, I have no idea what that means. Thank you. The so, thing is, no one likes him in the higher ups because this dude has like a one way ticket to the to the czar to the czar. Yeah, because he's, he's like his the czar's wife. Was he knows totally how to manipulate under them. his finger. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to manipulate them fully, man. And so was he a Clinton? <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> Rasputin Clinton. <laughs> this is my new name. Careful, you might die. You might hang yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Oops, I tripped. <laughs> Here is my rope. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he wasn't liked by a lot of people, and uh, probably because he manipulated the Tsar to take command of the Russian army himself, so Rasputin could get closer to his wife and have her do his political bidding out from under the watchful eye of the Tsar. So what a sneaky little prick, you know? He's like, hey, you know, maybe you should go do the uh, the whole front of lines. It's your army, right? You go do that. And then he turns around. And he's like, hey, baby, come here for a minute. <laughs> you know what I need? I need about seven or eight more harem broads. You got that. All right. This guy had plans, man. I'm telling you. He's, he he's had all his ducks in a row. Completely sneaky little prick. So the Russian people actually blamed Rasputin personally for the decline in their economy after the war because of his meddling and bureaucratic con artistry. It wasn't long until journalists and opposing politicians began using Rasputin's ego against him. He would get into public debates with them and uh, fellow men of the cloth and brag about his power over the Romanovs. 
It's the House of the Romanovs. That's, uh, that's basically what the entire, yeah, the, what the Tsar and everything is. Uh, this led to everyone basically telling the Tsar to bounce old pervy rootin' tootin' Rasputin off the high court. Oh. Yeah, so they were like, you guys gotta get, get, you gotta get him out of here, you know? So now, let's talk about this guy's tenacity to stay the fuck alive, all right? In 1914, he was stabbed in an assassination attempt by a peasant woman who saw him as a false prophet and even an antichrist. He was outside his home when she ran up and shanked him right in the gut. She was found innocent by insanity, but did he die? Nope. No, she stabbed him in the gut. Yeah, but still back then... I mean, it was probably like a Play-Doh knife, you know, <laughs> like a little buttering, you know, like, I'm going to get you, you know. Oh, man. All right. So I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to finish how he actually died off. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about him. So you guys stay right there. And this commercial is for you. Oh, man, it's cold and raining out here, dude. We had to come out to it freaking cemetery to do this i know but this is the spot this is the exact spot what it says on the internet we need to go to this coordinate in these woods it sucks that it's raining but i'm telling you man if this seance works we are going to talk to the one and only michael jackson man i don't know we're gonna get the truth finally i mean we can try it man it's just it's so cold and there's only two of us like aren't we supposed to have three like i i don't know man this is weird but if you say it's gonna work let's try it all right okay so so um all right, you Let's ready? hold hands. No, All right. Not to be weird. Are you, you ready? My hands are wet. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I, I can feel it. All okay. Right. So, so you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Our, Our beloved Michael Jackson, Jackson we bring, bring you gifts from life into death. Commune with us, Michael Jackson, and move among us. Hello? Michael, is that you? Hello? M- Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Holy crap. It's really you. Does it smell good enough for you in there? Smells fine, I guess. Can I stay with you tonight? No, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, we just wanted to ask you some questions. I can't sleep at night. Oh, 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 I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, Michael, uh, did you? Uh, how, how did you really die? I'm in pain all the time. Really? From what? From what? I slept on the floor. Oh, that—that's why you're in pain. I'm a very popular entertainer. Well, we know, we know. That's why we're trying to contact you we just had some questions we were wondering if we could ask you about uh you know some things jack the ripper N- no wait, wait, what about jack the ripper jack the ripper does it smell good enough for you in there it smells fine what wait wait, wait. let's go back to this jack the ripper thing jack the ripper right jack the Ripper. what about him okay okay what what about jack the ripper do you know anything about him that i'm not I don't understand. Michael. It's not a good idea. <laughs> no, being Jack the Ripper is probably not a good idea. Yes. How did you die? I, um... <laughs> uh, that's so random. Um, okay, so, so, are you in heaven or hell? I was outraged. You were out... So you're in hell? The men handled me very roughly. They did? Who, in hell? And it stunk so bad. It's it stinks in hell. So you are in hell. I would never hurt a child. I didn't. Oh, that didn't bring that's that not up. What we're asking, yeah, Michael. Uh, yeah, we're trying not to. Well, let's avoid that uh, one. We, there, we buddy. just want to know exactly how you died. I mean, the story says that you were illegally drugged, um, and we just want to know if that was true or not. Sure. So it was it's okay. Y- you did. You were illegally drugged, and that's how no. you died. 
No. No? No? No. Well, then how the hell did you die? <laughs> good. That's good. We're getting closer? Is that what it is? Not for sex. I did not want the sex. In a pure, loving, fun way. That still does not sound enticing at all. Um, yeah, I, I'm good. At, I'm, I don't need any of that in my life. Yeah. What's wrong with sharing your bed? Michael, I share and sleep with other people all the time. No, Michael, focus, focus. Come on, man. We're we're big fans, and we want to know how did you die? It's okay. I I know it's okay, but how did you die? Jack the Ripper. Oh, wait a minute! Jack the Ripper killed you? I can't believe you never heard of me. I know I've heard of you and Jack the Ripper. So you're saying Jack the Ripper killed you? I could do something like that. You you could be Jack the Ripper, or you could. The man handled me very roughly. Who did? Diana Ross, <laughs> Brooke Shields, Jack the Ripper. So all three of them? I thought it was the doctor and the propanol that killed you. It's okay. It's true. Are you in hell with these people and they're manhandling you? Is that what you're saying? Okay. <clears throat> all right, so this is going nowhere. This was a bad idea, Michael, right? for the last time, how did you die? It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. Damn it, that's Just it. We're done. in print doesn't mean it's the gospel. Bye, Michael. <laughs> All right, so how did this sneaky son of a bitch actually die? So, well, a bunch of local noblemen were, uh, they're getting pretty tired of old Rasputin shit. His entire influence over the Tsar and his wife was basically a threat to the Empire. They concocted a plan to invite him over to Prince Felix Yusupov's house, who was one of the noblemen... That nobleman, excuse me, that wanted Ra nice crack, nice. that wanted uh, Rasputin to sleep with the fishes. See, meh, meh, see. Oh, sleep meh. with the fishes. Sleep with the fishes. What do they call it? Cement shoes. Cement shoes. They sent word that they were having a get together in his honor, and of course, the pompous fuck couldn't say no to that. As he walks in the door, they hand him a cup of tea and some cakes. Maybe they were soul cakes. Maybe they weren't. Oh, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. We weren't there. I don't know. You know, but they—they uh, they probably were. Anyway. The tea and cakes were laced with cyanide. But did he die? No. Rasputin then asked for some wine. And Prince Felix obliged because, ha-ha, that was poison too. <laughs> Rasputin had three fucking glasses of poison fucking wine after eating poison tea and cakes. Wow. Right. right. So obviously Prince Felix is fucking, you know, fed up with this bullshit. Either this guy is fucking immortal or he's just going to have to get his hands dirty. So he went upstairs, grabbed a pistol from one of the other noblemen who were there and walked back downstairs. He sees Rasputin looking at a crucifix on the wall and says, yeah, you better look at that crucifix, motherfucker. You look at it and you say a prayer. Did he really say that? No, That's I'm, quoted? I, I may be paraphrasing on that one a little bit. I'm sorry. Wow. I yeah. was going to say this. This got really interesting. Yeah, it, it was something like that anyway. I mean, anyway, so, so bang. He shoots Rasputin in the chest. Rasputin falls down, and Prince Felix is thinking, God damn, punk bitch wouldn't die. He then leaves Rasputin on the floor, puts on Rasputin's coat and hat in order to make it look like he left the party alive and well, and then returns later to clean up the mess. All right? So a little ruse. They had this whole thing planned out, you know? So Prince Felix walks downstairs to get rid of the body, and surprise, motherfucker, Rasputin jumps up and attacks his punk ass, saying, and this is a quote, you bad boy, while doing it creepy what the fuck yeah. <laughs> creepy as fuck i mean seriously this guy's like my fucking hero i mean other than the whole you know monk sex and 
fucking other weird shit. But yeah, I mean, just the fact. Is he like a Highlander? He's. he's just, I don't know, man. There could be only one. Yeah, he Rasputin. Can, that's crazy. Know, maybe. So Prince Felix shits his pants, breaks loose from Rasputin, and runs up and out the door. Rasputin, poisoned and shot in the fucking chest, chases after Prince Felix, probably following the trail of shit and piss all over the place. And the two other noblemen who were at the house take off after Rasputin and Felix, finally catching up to them in the courtyard of the palace. Because he's trying to get to the actual palace to tell them, like, look, these motherfuckers try to kill me. Yeah. You know? But they caught him. So, Pyrushkevich. Oh, these Russian names. Pyrushkevich. Yeah, Pyrushkevich. And Riley keeps nodding at me like, damn, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm proud of myself too, thanks. I actually read this like 15 times just so I could try to get these right. Nice. So Pyrushkevich, one of the other noblemen, shoots and hiss, hits Rasputin, dropping him into a snowbank. They beat the shit out of him for a while with sticks, shoot him again, wrap him in a cloth, and then take him and drop him into the freezing nearby Malaya Nevka River. Yes, exactly. There are rumors that Rasputin actually wasn't dead, like I mentioned earlier, when he hit the water, and that he got himself out of the binds, kicked off his boots in order to swim, because they actually found one of his boots later, and ended up succumbing to the extreme temperature of the river. This guy's like a Terminator. Dude, I'm telling you, it's insane. Like he, it, it, yeah. Was there a John Connor at that party? <laughs> Sarah Connor. <laughs> I need your hat, boots, and motorcycle. <laughs> Do not fuck with the Rasputin. There are also rumors that they chopped off his uh, little little wheelie. Well, it wasn't very little. Yeah, well, while they were attacking him, but uh, I couldn't find any proof of that. In fact, the uh, the one that was bought and sold numerous times, claiming that it was the twelve inch dong of Rasputin, actually, yeah, actually turned out to be a sea cucumber, and that actually it actually passed hands numerous times. Like people bought and sold this thing numerous times, and it, basically it, they were like. Okay, first and foremost, let's back this up a little bit and kind of preface some stuff. The entire time, he was slaying so much ass. He, he was getting more ass than a toilet seat. Well, you said that in the monk thing. What, what I'm saying, though, is, is that he, I don't know if it was his own um, um, telling that he was hung like a mule or if somebody else did. Because they, right. I, you look all over and it says Rasputin, Large Johnson, you know what I mean? And... Um, Turns out that the one that they actually didn't cut it off. There, There's stories out there that they actually cut off his dick or whatever, but they didn't. And that one out there was actually a fucking sea cucumber. That's amazing. <laughs> so there you have it. I know this is a short and sweet one, but I mean, there's not much a whole. You can't really say other than the fact that he was a bad motherfucker. He was an asshole. He tried to, you know, manipulate the czar and his wife. Um, by the way, they never did actually hook up, according to her. She okay. says that they never actually did anything. She was just very enamored by him and um, and believed in him and his abilities to, to, to do these things. Okay, so let me ask some questions. A few questions, Got as him. if I'm a listener. Got them. Because I always like to represent you guys out there, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, <laughs> this is all like fact, right? This is all historical fact, Correct. like documented, Correct. actual, legit history. I mean, history. there may be a little... I mean, because you got to think like from the 1800s to now, and there might be a little bit of some fudging of certain things some, but for the most part everything i read it seems to be all correlated together so. okay so he was a real person correct it's documented history that yes. is a real dude yes and these events like you said mm -hmm. they are stories they're not just campfire stories i guess is what i'm getting at correct okay do you believe that all this is true personally yes you do what yeah. about you riley <clears throat> yeah absolutely i like this is pretty much undeniable he existed and he had a ton of influence over so the, the sars wife You'll believe that a man is poisoned three times, shot twice, and tried to drown but lives, but you won't believe in a ghost. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make clear. I mean, we also have to understand too that Rasputin was like six four. Okay, and and back then that that's tall. He was a tall, lanky, like just just he was intimidating. He had this beard. You know what I mean? Like you can look at pictures online of him, dude. And he just he, I mean, some of them he looks evil as shit. Yeah, he looks like a fucked up evil Abraham Lincoln if he just had a like a weak bender. Do you think there's some like mystery behind the whole monk training? You know how monks are supposed to be like you know like badass super beings well no and... he stayed at the monastery but he technically was never a monk See, I'm, try- I think, I'm trying to solve the whole comic book aspect I think, of okay, this so i think the monk you're thinking of is like buddhist monk right. they're, they're badass the monk i'm He's thinking of, like russian monks. i'm talking more like monty python and the holy grail monks where they all like where they wear the brown robes with the rope tied around their waist and, and they, they have they, like the, the weird hair that's like cut in the middle strictly yeah. religious not like yes. fighting monks. no no fighting at all no yeah. shaolin yeah, style yeah, no shaolin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't fuck with rasputin because he got that woo tank style yeah, 36 <laughs> chambers up in there you, you know? know so he yeah it was a totally different kind of monk it was like the friars okay like those guys and it was a very religious sect or whatever and uh he never was really one of those but he was you know um, like you were saying earlier man of the cloth but again i do believe that especially with the movement of spiritualism coming in that people were just more apt to believe that kind of stuff so do you think he was more sought as a religious figure or more as a like a, a leader kind of like legendary hero kind of figure no not not a not a leader he was more because he was he, a religious figure he was a religious sure. figure but, yeah. but more in, in that spiritual sense that like i mean like you, the reason he hung out with the, the czar's wife is because he supposedly cured their son. Oh no! He he could treat him. He could treat he him right, cure, right, right, yeah, he right, could right. Treat him. So yeah. and 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 through telegram, let alone, you know what I mean? Like it's not like he was there and put his hands on the kid. He was like, <laughs> hocus pocus, don't touch the kid. So yeah. He's fine. So what happened was is that what, happened, see, what was, happened was what happened was was that his, his, her son was sick, almost dead. She sent this telegram to Rasputin, and then he sent something back, and then he started to recover miraculously so they thought so a coincidence pretty much led to her correlating son's health Rasputin's words well and her un, 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 unwavered I mean first and foremost like word of him and his what he's done was all over the place it's a lot like yeah. Jesus his beginnings yeah, absolutely when he could like do miracles and things like that you think back then though because we talk about all the time with all these stories of how they're like just instantly burned at the stake or like you know people just I mean I know they tried to kill him obviously it's in the story but it, you would think that like they actually would have succeeded and it would have been like a big historical well, like what, what recorded part? event of them killing him oh it is yeah there's a lot of oh yeah about you it. can you can research it and find out i mean it's it, that's why i wanted to do this one because seriously i mean the stories i heard before i actually did the research were way further embellished very hollywood it, it was like yeah. yeah it was like he was freaking shot 27 times decapitated and freaking you know what i mean he like, grabbed a bullet with his teeth and yeah, spit it out yeah, right right you know what i mean so and that's kind of why i was like intrigued by it and i'm like oh man i gotta check this out and as i'm doing the research i'm like he was a badass but he wasn't that fictional badass that like okay. everybody's kind of like portraying well i also think just to put this into perspective that this isn't as far back as we make it seem like we've talked about things that go like back to the 1500s like them like almost the medieval times with castles and all that shit like 1600s all that this is pretty much the turn of the night or turn of the 20th century yeah like, like world war one was world happening war I, like world war one happened i think rasputin died when 1919 is that what it said i believe uh 1916 yeah so world war one's going on when when he dies and i'm th- pretty sure he dies right before the russian revolution 
So, like, this is only, like, 110 years ago. Maybe he caused the Russian Revolution. Well, it makes it more interesting because of that fact. You know what I mean? We hear all these stories, and time and time again on each episode, we talk about, well, it was so long ago. I mean, who knows? The phone game of telling a story, and it adds and adds and adds. Well, this is more recent, so it... It's a little more scarier, actually, when you think about it, because it, it could actually hold true since it is so recent. Yeah, I mean, and the biggest thing is to like, you got to think about it, you know. So let's let's put this into kind of a, uh, a modern day perspective. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Cheney. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Yeah, he was vice president of Bush, right? Yes. Was he? He was the vice president. OK, so they basically said that he just manipulated the shit out of Bush. Well, yeah, that's what the movie VP was about or whatever, where, what was it, Batman, Christian Bale played. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, this happens in any political context, whether it's in the late 1800s, early 1900s over in Russia. What's happening right now with uh, Putin and Trump? There's puppets and there's, you know, the puppeteer. The puppet master. The puppet master. Master of puppets. Master. (laughs) Master. Master. So, it, it, it does happen. So I think it being totally, it's legitimate to me, in my, in my opinion, well, I think it's completely legitimate. And I think it's even more legitimized because the, the upper echelon of Russian society, the elites, didn't like Rasputin because he was taking away their power and their influence that they had over the czars and his family. And so that's why they had him killed. It's almost like, um, you know, Julius Caesar, mm-hmm. he was stabbed by all the senators. Yes. Because he had, yeah, because he had too much power. It's the exact same thing. Like... When you piss off the elites... Except this guy was a Terminator. This guy was a lot... Stupid. That's like a bonus. Yeah, a lot stronger. <laughs> Nobody would see coming, you For know what sure. I mean? By the way, the Russian Revolution happened in um, March of 1917. So literally, so, like the year four after months he after died. he died. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which the Russian Revolution is when, when Tsar Nicholas was killed and like their family was overthrown by um, Vladimir Lenin. No, the, the Romanovs? And the, and the, yeah, they were taken out and the Communist Party came Natasha into Russia. Natasha Romanov, the Black Widow? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, she's from the Ro- yeah. Yeah. She's Roman Dynasty. Now, maybe if, if Rasputin didn't die, maybe that wouldn't have happened to the Tsar. And she wouldn't have died off the cliff for the soul uh, key fragment thing for the Infinity Gauntlet. Spoilers. Hope you didn't see Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> he's off in his own world at all times. <laughs> where where are to, you? I swear to God, he's always <laughs> off in his own little world. So yeah, I do believe that uh, that this happened. I mean, honestly, it's it's documented. This is this is history, man, and this is cool history, you know. So hopefully, you guys out there learn something new about old Vladimir Rasputin. Do they have the- Vladimir? I said Vladimir. It's Gregory. Gregory. Yeah, Gregory. Gregory Rasputin. Do they have the body by chance? Like, has it been autopsied and whatnot? I mean, because it's not like that old. You would think uh, you would have a gravesite somewhere with I'm remains. Not sure. Because that would be interesting if it showed like all the wounds, you know what I mean? Like they confirmed that yes, he was shot twice. Yes, he was stabbed. And uh, I'm actually yada, looking yada. at it right here. Rasputin's death. Ooh, it's the magic of the internet. Yeah, folks. you make it very fast for me to find this stuff that I want to do. Uh, na, 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 na. Yeah, no, I'm looking here. Ah, that's too long to read. <laughs> Words. So just to put it into perspective, real quick. So the Great Depression. Your perspective. Thanks. Uh-huh. So the Great Depression. This is this happened. Rasputin died ten years before the Great Depression started. So it really wasn't wow, that long ago was, at all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, it wasn't that long at like all. Like twenty years before World War II started. Like it's it's relatively recent compared to everything else we've pretty much talked about on here. Okay, check this out. Here it is. Uh, the autopsy. Rasputin's corpse was soon discovered on New Year's Day in 1917. An autopsy by Professor Kosorotov, Kosorotov, Kos, whatever, um, 
uh, okay, the autopsy by Professor Korosokov, whatever. Andrew Cook, author of uh, uh, some book, whatever, commissioned Derek Pounder, head of the Department of Forensic Medicine at the University of Dundee, to review the autopsy report. Kozorotov noted three gunshot wounds. The fatal shot to his head was fired with the barrel pressed against his forehead. So he was executed he like was executed. thug style. They were like, yeah, you're dying now, dude. Two others were fired from about uh, 20 centimeters away into his abdomen. Pounder confirmed that Rasputin was killed with a gunshot wound to the head. Kosarotov also noted blunt force trauma and cuts all over his body, indicating that his killers beat him shortly before his death, like we talked about. Although we did not find any traces of cyanide at the time of the autopsy, there were no precise tests for that poison. Uh, medical examiners uh, typically relied on being able to smell cyanide in the stomach contents. Since only about half the population is able to smell the bitter almond odor of cyanide, Kosarotov not being able to detect the odor does not mean it was not in Rasputin's system. If Rasputin was poisoned at all, it was completely botched. 20 years after the assassination, as he lay dying, Lazavert confessed that he did not put poison in the food and drink because of his Hippocratic Oath. So he was a doctor. See how this is all like... Yeah. yeah. It was one particular finding during the autopsy that caused some to think the Rasputin had survived a beating, poisoning, and a bullet to the head only to drown in the river. Kosaratov found a small amount of fluid in his lungs, also known as pulmonary edema. That, uh, that some people took as proof that the hard-to-kill, hard-to-kill, spiritualist took his last breaths in the water last breaths in the water i mean there it is it says there's no uh, specific findings for it uh this is because pulmonary edema can also be found in other manners of death including drug overdoses and pneumonia but i mean so this guy is like the lottery i mean it's just dumb luck that he was shot that many times beaten stabbed and everything survived it all until they finally put a bullet in his head you know what i mean like that's amazing and check this out so zarina alexandra arranged for the funeral and burial of her trusted confidant. That, that was Alexandra was um, the Tsar's wife. Um, Yusupov and Poroshkevich were quickly arrested for the murder. Both men were reportedly found, uh, proud of their actions because they believed they were saving their, their country from a sinister force. Skynet. Y- yeah. Yusupov was eventually exiled and he and his wife spent the rest of their lives in Europe. Poroshkevich whatever avoided prison and exile but was sent to fight in the front lines of world war one the worst fate of anyone yeah right (laughs) czar nicholas ii and czarina alexandra and their five children were slaughtered after the russian revolution in july of 1918 yep the location of their mass grave was revealed in 1989 but the remains were not exhumed for forensic analysis until 1991 so there you go. Proof is in the pudding, folks. It's yeah, all right there. There it is. That's what I wanted to confirm. And you this know? is like legit shit, man. Wow. And and I think, again, though, we have to, you have to take into effect that just because you can't prove something doesn't mean that it's proven. Right. You know what I mean? Or you can't disprove something. Let me put it that way. So like the whole him having water in his lungs, it's very possible it could have came from, like they said, pneumonia or something else. A water bong. Yeah. A water, maybe. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is good shit. He's like, I can never die. <laughs> this is this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, so uh, yeah, that's Rasputin, man, uh, and I'm I'm super happy that we actually rode a train on him, dude. And I know this is a shorter one than we normally do, but uh, I mean, it's short and sweet, you know. Yeah, so hope you guys feel a little bit better out there listening to finding out about old Razzy rootin' tootin' Rasputin. You know what I mean? He's a badass dude. I wish I was only that tough. Right. They I mean, hit me once you, with you a stick, and I'd luck. be like, ah! <laughs> oh, no. 
You know what's crazy though too on a side note, I bet you this has happened to numerous people if they're just not famous. You know, they weren't in the spotlight like he was. I'm sure plenty of people have been, you know, unbreakable as it is and shot stabbed and you know, nearly drowned to death and survived. I mean, you hear about it from time to time. It's just dumb <laughs> luck that this guy happened to be a famous, you know, he was already in, in the place. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. I mean, he was, you know, in the public spotlight and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Unbreakable, did you happen to see Glass? It's amazing. Did you like it? I loved it. <sighs> you didn't like it? Yeah. Was, Dude, Hedwig? Meh. I listen to Drake now. <laughs> Drake and Nikki broke up. I'm on Drake's side. All right. So listen, <laughs> guess what we're bringing back today? Uh, what could it be? It is the Midnight News. Good evening, I'm Mike Hunt, and this is your Midnight News. For our first story tonight, a man sticks cannabis in his nose and forgets about it for 18 years. The patient started a cannabis-filled balloon before going into prison. Thought he had swallowed it, doctors said. The 48-year-old patient finally realized the situation thanks to doctors at Sydney's Westmead Hospital, where he was referred after complaining of headaches. A CT scan showed what looked like a calcified lesion in the nasal passage. When surgeons went in for a closer look, they ended up removing what a report described as a rubber capsule containing degenerate plant matter. Hmm, I guess this brings an all-new meaning to the term booger sugar. Uh, I, I hear it even inspired artists like uh, Snoop Dogg to debut a new single uh, called uh, How's Got That Bubonic Nose Candy on the Rizzo? <laughs> yeah! For our second story tonight, a woman in a bloody Carrie costume horrifies first responders after car crash. First responders to a car crash in South Point, Ohio, were treated to a real-life excerpt from a horror show on Friday night. Sydney Wolf, a student at West Virginia's Marshall University, was driving home from a haunted house event where she was promoting her upcoming role in a musical adaptation of Stephen King's iconic horror novel, Carrie. Wolf was still in her full Carrie White costume, complete with prom dress, tiara, and fake blood, when her car struck a deer. They said that uh, first responders in awe proceeded to throw bandages at Wolf, chanting, Plug it up, plug it up, plug it up. Next up, Iowa family's basement was soaked with five inches of animal blood. Nick Lestina found this out the hard way two weeks ago when he discovered five inches of blood, fat, and other animal tissue flooding his family's basement in Bagley, Des Moines. He told the Des Moines Register that he hasn't been able to clean it up because it's still seeping in. The waste is coming from a neighboring meat locker where blood and tissue from slaughtered animals was washed down a drain. Officials say a clog or break in the pipe sent waste into Listina's basement through a floor drain. A state environmental specialist traced the waste to Dahl's Custom Meat Locker and says the company is now pumping it into a large tank. So the, it's just the Listina family has temporarily moved in with a relative, huh? Well, and wouldn't question if the animal remains in fatty tissue submersed in a lake of blood were hard to clean up. Listina simply responded, No, they all float down here. And finally, a penis-shaped subtropical storm Melissa arouses commentary on Twitter. Subtropical storm Melissa is making its way into the Atlantic off the New England coast, but it's already arousing a lot of interest. Thanks to its unique shape, that's because the projected storm track looks like a penis! Yes, as soon as the NOAA photo of subtropical storm Melissa was posted on Friday, it immediately triggered, triggered viral social media attention. You know, the top meteorologists are warning that Melissa's landfall is going to bring hard, stiff rains, penetrating winds, as well as a cigarette and cuddling after the storm's climax. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Mike Hunt, and this has been your Midnight News. All right, the Midnight News. 
Wow. You heard it here first. Yeah, you did I mean, hear you it don't here need first. Google News. You don't need newspapers. Google or, Shits. You know, Fox News. You get so, it all here. So listen, uh, could you imagine, though, that like you're just in your house and you go down to your basement and you just see five inches of blood just all over your basement floor? So... The video is pretty impressive, by the way. Oh, there's a video for oh, it? Oh, yeah. And the guy's like standing in waders and it, <laughs> it looks like a horror movie. And he's got a snow shovel and he's pulling out like fatty tissues of like deer and animals oh my God. out of the puddle, out of like the pool of blood. <laughs> and the newscaster, he's just like, so what happened here? And the guy's like, this is my basement. Oh, it's in Iowa, right? That's yeah, where it happened at? Yeah. Well, that makes sense because they have a lot of those places. I remember um, we were out on, on tour years and years and years ago. And we were in, um, I can't remember the name of the town, but they had a corn factory there where they like uh, processed corn. Dude, it smelled like death in the entire city. It was, I don't know how people live there. I have no idea. That's what that reminds me of. But that'd be crazy. Walk downstairs and just. (laughs) And how about the, uh, the girl who hit the deer who was dressed as Carrie? That's pretty awesome too. Like what's the irony in that? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I do like that one. And then the penis-shaped subtropical storm, huh? That is hilarious. Have you seen that? Why is her name Melissa, though? That sucks. I don't know. It should be like, I don't know, Bill. (laughs) But it's pretty funny. Like, I'm sure listeners have seen it. It's going around quick. But you know how they show on the map, it's got the green, like, Mm -hmm. cloud. And that's the travel path. It's literally, like, a giant dick with balls. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, everybody's like, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're posting it That's absolutely amazing. So now we're going to talk about, as we always do, around this time, towards the end of our episode here, we're actually going to talk about the top movies Ooh. featuring Rasputin. Now, I didn't even know there were movies. Yeah, not, to be Neither honest, did I. I, <laughs> I know Ratatouille. Is that the same thing? Uh, no, not that's that's pretty oh, okay. That's, okay. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's a completely different My thing. My bad. My bad. All right. So there are a ton, not a ton, there are quite a few movies that were actually written about Rasputin. Foreign? Um, yes. More well, than likely. A lot, of, a lot of them are older. So the first one in 1917 is called The Fall of the Romanovs. Riley, while I'm looking these up, please tell me what their scores are. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yeah. Has so, anyone actually seen that movie? Right. Like? It says, the first film about Rasputin was made immediately after his death. The Fall of the Romanovs, directed by Herbert Brennan, was released in Hollywood in 1917, nine months after the murder of Rasputin, and two months before the October Revolution and the execution of the Tsar and his family. The, the film, with them chaplain things with like the. Yeah. <laughs> the film offers a dramatized version of the revolution and portrays Rasputin as a mad monk who has a mystical effect on people's minds. I literally f- cannot find anything. Really? Nothing. And the film shows the last days of Rasputin's association with Nicholas II. Does this exist? Okay. It, it says it. I'm 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 looking at it right here, and it's. I'm going to say this is a silent film. It was probably never transposed to VHS or right. other and media. It's 1917. It has to be. I've got a 1927 film called The Fall of the Romanov Dynasty. Oh, it's a documentary, though. Oh, OK. So this one, the next one is Rasputin and the Empress. What a mother won't do for her child. This that's on an Irish. That was weird. Um, <laughs> hey. Yeah. Lucky Charms came in on that one. Uh, this phrase formed the basis of another American film, Rasputin and the Empress. The Empress is looking for a healer for Tserevich Alexi, who uh, has hemophilia. Yes, yeah, Tserevich, yeah. 
and Alexei, 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 whatever. And the strange monk Rasputin is invited to the house where he mysteriously allevi alleviates the patient's suffering. Rasputin indulges in absolutely everything from feasts to harem in his bed, harems in his bedroom. The Tsar's family tolerates all of Rasputin's antics and pays heed to every piece of advice he gives until finally they, quote, see the light shortly after he is murdered. Prince and Princess Yusupov, the famous couple who were accused of plotting against Rasputin, sued MGM Studios for libel. The reason, Princess Yusupov explained, was the scene in which Rasputin raped her. So there was an actual scene in the movie where he actually raped and what the year princess. Was this? this was 1932. Did <laughs> you see the old time? Cigarette emission. Can you imagine the size of the bush on those people? Oh my god. It's like pull off pants and. Yeah. So 6.6 .6 out of 10 on IMDb. 6.6, all right. And 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, people have seen that out one. Out of all, I don't know how many reviews. That's hilarious. So the court bad. actually ordered MGM Studios to pay the couple compensation for moral damage. It was after this lawsuit that filmmakers started issuing disclaimers explaining that the events and people in their films are fictitious. <laughs> Cover up. How can you do that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, is this an actual real thing? Um, all right, 1966, Rasputin, the Mad Monk. So this one says, Britain also had a go and produced the horror film Rasputin the Mad Monk. Today's generation will most likely say that the film is not at all frightening, but in the 1960s it was a hit, especially since Christopher Lee starred in the title role. Nah. The film's tagline is, Ladies Man and Lady Killer. The film's plot, Rasputin is enjoying himself as the Tsar's court, at the Tsar's court, manipulating people, drinking and eating, and spreading gossip. All the women are mad about him because he hypnotizes them, putting them into a trance before having, before having his wicked way. There's dancing, dramatic music, and beautiful women. According to the critics, the film captures the most vivid and stereotypical image of Grigori. We got a uh, IMDb on that one? 6.2. Wow. And a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So not as good at not all. Not as good, yeah. Number 10. <laughs> this one, 1981. So Russia decides to do this one. It's called Agony. This Russian film directed by Elim Klimov lays claim, uh, lays claim to being the most authentic cinematic portrayal of Rasputin. In striving for authenticity and objectivity, uh, Klimov included old newsreel footage, which is kind of cool. Uh, Pre-revolutionary Russia and a weak and uh, pitiful Nicholas II, for many viewers, this uh, image of the last Russian Tsar was a real revelation. The Tsar spends all his time hunting wild birds while all the power rests in the hands of Rasputin. The latter is portrayed as a holy fool prone to fits of uh, holy fool prone to fits of unconsciousness during which he turns into a prophet, a drunken <laughs> drunkard immersed in debauchery and a sage all rolled into one. It sounds like a phenomenal movie. It does. 7.1 on IMDb. 7.1. Yeah. We're climbing the scale, yeah. buddy. And then this one, 1997's Anastasia. It's actually a animated movie. That's a Disney movie, isn't it's it? It's a Disney movie, yeah. Rasputin returned to Hollywood in cartoon form. The animated Disney film for children was made in 1997. It tells the story of Nicholas II's daughter. The Tsar is murdered by the sinister monk, according to the plot, but Anastasia manages to escape death and start a new life. But ten years later, the evil sorcerer Rasputin rears his ugly head after rising from the grave. The animated film is obviously not historically accurate. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It was based on the story of Anna Anderson, who claimed she was Anastasia Romanova and had miraculously survived the execution of the Tsar and his family. A murder in a Disney movie? Yeah, apparently. 7.1%. Or 7.1 out of 10. Uh, it's moving up, yeah. And 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. But it's a Disney movie, it, it, though, right, so Disney. you're going to get yeah. that Disney <laughs> So we got two more here. This one is Rasputin in 2011. 
This uh, latest film about Rasputin was shot jointly by Russia and French cinematographers in 2011. The title role is played by famous French actor Gérard Depardieu. <laughs> That's his name. That was pretty good. <laughs> it is. That's his name. I know, but that was pretty good. Gérard Depardieu. He says, I make movies and throw cigarettes at Babies. everybody. Say you like crepes, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> They're just really thin pancakes. The, the, the action takes place before the Russian Revolution. The appearance of the peasant Rasputin in the Tsar's family provokes the indignation not only of the Tsar's entire court, but of the public as well. But Rasputin performs a miracle and alleviates the suffering of Tsarevich, Tsarevich Alexei. That's the kid. I gotta, gotta keep remembering that that's the kid that he did the one miracle on that everyone's like, <gasps> but he didn't do shit. When is like Michael Bay gonna come in with CGI and explosives <laughs> and be like the <laughs> return of the czar? <laughs> Rasputin has returned. <laughs> and for this, the Empress called him the savior sent from on high. Depardieu himself admitted more than once that he had always dreamed of playing the mad monk. Rasputin has been sitting inside me for 15 years or so. <laughs> and I had to. I simply had to let him out. Wee <laughs> oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> That is the way I like it. <laughs> I make this. Now, there's one more movie that I have to talk about. Uh-oh. This one, by the way, was a 5.1 out of 10. Ooh, Gerard Depardieu does not like this. He did not get nominated for an award. He says, this is bullshit. I do not like this. I throw a cigarette in your face. I spit on your grave. I fart in your general direction. I'm lay tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fire the nukes. Yeah. Yeah. Fire you the missiles. The- but I'm late tired. I'm late tired. All right, so we'll the last... It's a fire missile. The last movie that I want to mention that has Rasputin in it, and hopefully you boys catch up with me on this one, and you listeners out there, is Hellboy. The original Hellboy. Ah. The evil guy in that was Rasputin. Was it really? Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that so now. So at the end of World War II, which makes no sense because Rasputin would have been dead by then, but at the end of World War II, Nazi officers Karl Ruprecht Cronin and Lisa Hopstein start in a, a, an experiment to raise the forces of hell through Russian dark mystic, uh, through Russian dark mystic Rasputin on a Scottish, Scottish island, but it's interrupted by an allied commando guided by Professor Trevor Broom Brutenheim. Okay, this is just the storyline, folks. He prevents killing the human de- uh, demonic half-blood, which was accidentally created and raises the hell boy that came through while rising to head of the secret CIA-linked U.S. Agency Bureau of Paranormal Research, which... Excuse me. Which is aging. He handpicks brilliant, sensitive agent John Myers as new minder companion as a regular warrior agent Clay. Can't emphasize and lacks flexibility. Wow, this is meandering as shit. Anyway, in the movie, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to read that. That's just Jesus. It just bored me. I don't even want to watch the movie now because of that. So it what does have a 6.8 on IMDb. I'm looking at that right now. Um, this movie's awesome. The original. I haven't Hellboy, seen the remake. Good. No, with David Harbour? Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that yet, but it's awesome. Yeah. And the comic books were great. So basically, they uh, Rasputin comes in, and he's trying to go back and, and, and do something in the past. I actually don't really remember. Yeah. But uh, the Hellboy, as a little little monkey, red little child thing with a brick arm, yeah. comes through, and uh, the the professor or whatever. I like the fish guy. The fish him. guy, the that's, fish in guy the, that's super awesome. smart. That's yeah, in the thing. Cool. Yeah. Great movie. But yeah, Rasputin was in that. He was actually the evil guy in that. And it's not even listed when you look up Rasputin movies. That's funny. Yeah. I would have never known that. And Hellboy is the shit. I even liked Hellboy too. But then again, I'm into that whole like demonic Army. side of things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I good. thought that was awesome. All right. So there you go. Those are the Rasputin movies. And we've now run a train hard on old Rasputin. 
Little Rasputin. It's good, right? I do it this time. Is it better? Yeah. You look like Leonardo. He's a legend. You look like, uh, what's his name? What is it? You know. <laughs> trying to think of his name. What's the guy's name? De Niro? Godfather? De Niro, yeah. Wow. yeah. You talking to me? You, 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 you talking to me? So I want to do something here before we close out the show. Um, can you get the Trello up real quick? Yeah. On your telephone? I can do that for you. Oh, he can actually do that now. I have learned. Yes, I can do this. It only took me three months. I now have it in my phone. So here's what I'm thinking for. I have pulled the list up. What do you want me to do? I want you to pull up the Trello. And in a second here, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I will answer So I'm thinking for fun to get the fans here involved and the listeners. What we're going to do is we're going to make a post, okay? After this episode airs, we'll put it up on our Facebook and it will be a poll. And we're going to take three ideas in our Trello, and whichever one gets the most votes by Friday, okay, of next week, that's the that's going to be the next episode's topic. So what about fan pick the episode? Oh, the fans are going to pick the next so episode. The they fans are going and to the love listeners, it. they're going to vote. Nice. They're going to vote. They are going to vote for the episode. It is a democracy. Now, what if we only get like one? Then that is the episode. Okay. So you better vote. <laughs> I guess you are right. Okay. I guess that is good. All right. This so you better vote. So this is going to be... Why are we French? This is going to be <laughs> I fan I don't know. Pick. I like doing this one. I do not understand. This is going to be fan pick episode, okay? okay. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah, so, so all, you, all you awesome passengers enough, out there, yes. we're going to post up uh, three possibilities. We're not going to say it right now, are we? No, yeah. I, I said let's, let's throw them out. Let's each pick one that let's we would like to one. see. Yeah. Let's each pick one. But I'm saying, like, we're not going to do it right no, here. No, we're going to do it right here. What do you mean? Like, like, do you, like do you right want to now, say it right now? Look Absolutely. at the Trello and let's each Absolutely. vote for our, our thing. And oh, have shit, that means I got to pull my Trello have, out too. We will have the list. Actually, I know what I know what mine is. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and announce what we think our our episode should be that we want to do for next week. Mm-hmm. But we definitely will post a poll. Like you yes. said, a poll. A, a, voting, a voting booth. A stripper poll? It's a voting booth. It's not a stripper poll. Okay, let me get this straight real quick, just so I can straighten it out for the listeners and, get my, it straight. and myself. Okay. So, so we are releasing this episode on Tuesday. The, it'll be out on Tuesday the 5th. Why are you? Correct. No. Okay. Yes. This one? This one we're doing right now. Okay. Yes. Tuesday the 5th. <laughs> I can't stop doing the French. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're going to do another episode that'll be released a week from that. No, 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 no. So just when, are they, when are they picking? We're going to post this on Tuesday as normal. This is so yes. weird. All right. Follow me. Okay. This is Jeff's brain. We're going to post this. I do not like this. <laughs> We're going to post this on Tuesday. Okay. okay. Right now, I'm going to pick one. You're going to pick one. You're going to pick one. So listeners are going to hear the three. We're then going to create a poll that we'll post with this episode <coughs> on Tuesday on Facebook. Not this drip poll. Now, listeners can go in and they can vote on one of the three by Friday, maybe even Thursday, just to give us more time for research. Yes. By Thursday or Friday, we'll decide. We will pick the highest voted one, and that will be the next episode for the following week. Okay. Where can I go to vote? Okay, so let's lay them out. I'm going to pick mine, and mine is going to be Alien Abduction. Alien Abduction. Okay. Nice. All right, Riley, do you have one? I or? do not have I one. I do. Yet. I totally have one. Okay. I want to do the Chupacabra. That's oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, I know how many votes that's getting. Yeah. You know what I want to do? <laughs> At least one, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we have someone here we're going to get rid of because we've already done them. But I want to do. Let's go ahead. The cha cha? I like to do the cha cha. Like a sissy girl. No, I want to do one on. Uh, let's go with voodoo and witch doctors. Oh, voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah, voodoo. Good Speaking call. of which, 
I feel like it might be time to do a, uh, a shot of voodoo vodka since we're almost done with this one. Aye. We're supposed to do it at the beginning. Yeah, well, you know, we started early today. Loosen so. us up a little bit. So All listen, right. what we'll do is uh, we'll put the poll up on our website. What do you think? I think we should put it on Facebook because yeah, you can do Facebook polls can and everybody's link, on there. Can you put a the, the same poll? Can you like link it so like yeah. the one on our website will go to Facebook? Listen, I am French. I can do whatever I want. Can I you, like to give a baby a cigarette. That's that. I slap bitches too. Watch me. Okay, so we have alien alien abduction. Alien abduction. We have the chupacabra. The chupacabra. And we have voodoo. Voodoo. Voodoo and the what? The witch doctor. The witch doctor. Okay. We just stop doing this. I know. <laughs> the listeners right now are like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it's not to say that we won't do those other ones. If they don't win, we will do them at a later date. No, they're going to be done. This but is the one that you want to hear next. next. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Fans' choice. That's Deal, right. Dealer's choice. Fans' choice. All right, so listen. Again, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, I thought this was actually going to be a short episode. <laughs> and uh, it's not, which is awesome because, you know, the French came in and took over like they do is everything. I'm just kidding. If you're French, if you're out there listening and you're from France, I love your beautiful country. And fries. Oh, that's not, no, that's not. They make French fries. They're nice. And vanilla. They have better vanilla than we do. Vanilla? Yeah, French vanilla. It's way better. Oh, you're right. Than, the Amer- than American vanilla. They have French silk, too. <laughs> They do. All right. Yeah. Seriously. And their bread. French Stop bread? It. Yeah. Every it's French good. listener just stopped. Even Canadian French. We do have some of those. We have some Canadian listeners. So for all you Canadian listeners out there, I apologize. Uh, bonjour. I, oh. do, I do know how to say that. Bonjour. Au revoir. I Very know nice. how to say that. Right? Yeah. Anyway, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, we know you could be doing anything else, but of course, you should just be listening to us all day long. And um, yeah. I we'll think make you laugh. We'll make you cry. Yeah. You'll learn something. Yeah. You might fall in love with Riley. You might. You won't. <laughs> well, hopefully you guys learned something about Rasputin. Uh, hopefully you guys go on and you vote for uh, what our next episode is going to be about. Um, I'm thinking we should probably have the voting done by Thursday just to give me some time to do some research on whatever it is they pick. For sure. Um, and then, you know, obviously go to, you know, the Midnight Train Podcast.com. You can find out everything for us. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're all over the place. Uh, please join our Facebook group. It's growing like crazy. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to get in there and, you know, get it riled up and everything. So it's real, it's it's really fun. So I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, SoundCloud, pretty much any um, podcast medium that you guys have out there. And if they don't have it, let us know and we'll make sure to get it on there for you. You can actually listen to us on your smart TV as well, right? Yes, you can. And just a friendly reminder, uh, we need those reviews and those only come from Apple Podcasts. Just to reiterate, I know a lot yeah. of people are using Spotify, iHeart and all those and they're all great apps. But the reviews we need, if you get a chance and you have the ability, please get on Apple Podcasts and give us a review. And it I helps do have, and make sure you guys are, you know, liking, subscribing, and, and leave us the review like Jeff was talking about. And do me a big favor as well. Find someone that doesn't know how to get a hold of a podcast, doesn't know what a podcast is, doesn't know how to listen to podcasts, and just put it on their phone. Because if, if you're an Apple user you already have a podcast uh player on there it, it goes right to apple Podcasts. it's right next to uh zuckerberg's listening in device right <laughs> it might be the same thing but anyway clinton's here <laughs> clinton's here did you see him move <laughs> that's scary there buddy oh god you okay oh, you all right god. riley seriously jumped oh, yeah. he, he was nervous there <laughs> 
You got some uh, Ep- Epstein proof with you or something? No. So no. I, I actually did that the other day, though, because I was talking to people. They were like, yeah, we keep hearing about this podcast. I just don't know how to do it. So I took their phone. I actually went in and found it and subscribed for them. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they can actually listen to it. And they came back. They're like, oh, it's, it's awesome. We love it. So if I had to choose one thing, which I want to ask you what yours is, too. But if I had to choose one thing that I love about podcasts, and this is since we started, it's been new to me. I didn't really know what podcasts were until we started it. Right. Um, what I love is the fact that you can continue. So, like, if you're at work and you're listening, you got to go to your lunch break or you got to make a call, you could stop it and pick it up again later, like, right from where you left off. It's, like, it's great. One of my favorite features of, of listening to podcasts, especially, like, because I use Apple Podcasts. I do. I, I love it. Is that it. your favorite? Yeah, it is my favorite. I like Spotify. Yeah. See, it is. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a Spotify subscriber or whatever. Yeah. But... What I love is that you can actually download the episode and listen to it offline and at a later date if you want to. You yeah, know what you I mean? You want to use your data. Right. Like if I go to, like, uh, say, my, you know, down in West Virginia, yeah. I download like a ton of podcasts. So when I get down there, I can just listen to them and not have to have Wi Fi. Now, you, you played at parties when chicks are around, right? Am I not mistaken? And you're like, hey, this is my show. These other two guys help me out. Check this out. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I go, isn't is that guy your dad? I'm like, no, 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 no. That's no, just no. a nickname for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I hire him. Yeah. 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 He's I pay, on payroll. I pay his salary. Yeah. Exactly. So make sure you guys are going out there and finding that voodoo vodka. V-O-U-D-O-U-X vodka. That stuff is delicious. Yeah. If you guys want to have a good night and just a really, really great drink. This is your this is your stuff. Yeah, it's it, everyone that I uh, introduce it to, they're just like, holy crap, dude! It's like yeah. the smoothest thing ever. So, so to Ken and Brad, the boys over at Voodoo, we want to say thank you again, and to all of you listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us. On behalf of Riley and Jeff, choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> And now, the diary of the Midnight Master. Day 43. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he had laced them with, but I was tripping all day.